Welcome to the Sketchy Sketch Sketch Show podcast. It's open mic night for sketch. We cold read comedy sketches, then we discuss how they were written. Here to keep these goofs going, I'm Harrison. And I'm Amy. In this week's episode, we start with someone who likes what they like, followed by pizza on a treadmill. Then a lesson in carry out etiquette. Then we have riffs by Keith and Tyler. And stick around to the end of the episode for a fun writing prompt so you can write too. With us on the podcast today. Andrew Schuster, he, him. Keely Anastasia, she, her. Keithy, he, him. Kenny J, he, him. Tyler Chick, they, she. All right, welcome everybody. You all ready to goof around a little bit? Oh, yeah. I'm ready to goof. <laughs> Keith, you sound extra ready to goof. Ready to goof. <laughs> extra is, ready. Yeah. Is there a justification behind that, or are you just ready to goof? <laughs> no. <laughs> no justification. Burrito? Just ready. I yeah, is it because you ate a whole burrito? <laughs> I said I wasn't going to justify it, and I'm not going <laughs> to. Well, okay. is it because you just got back from a whole day at the library? Is that why you're ready? I'm not going to say. <laughs> did you okay. do Did you do uh, the Pinewood Derby in the basement of the church? Yeah. Is Maybe. that why you're ready to goof? <laughs> Could be. He was resurrected. Yeah. Possibility. Right. Is that why you're ready to goof? Because you were resurrected as, a, as the riff conductor? You know what? Okay, yeah. I was thinking that was always right. yeah. Yeah. Is your dad an engineer and you he did all the work on your Pinewood Derby car so you won all of the races and it wasn't fair? But you still felt good about it? Actually, actually I did a scene like that last night. Uh, it was a yeah. All right. I felt that Pinewood energy, Derby. I guess. Yeah. You must have. That's also part of it. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to say I'm really sorry about that time that happened when we were kids, Tyler. <laughs> I didn't win any races because I did it all by myself. <laughs> there was a kid whose dad inserted a metal plate into the car, which made the density of the car way higher and it went way faster. All uh, I did was paint my car. Right. Uh, <laughs> sketches out there who are fathers, you don't do that. <laughs> All right. I feel better now. Yeah. I'm glad are we, we got to talk about that. Yeah, are we let's, ready to do let's a do sketch? Some sketches. We should do a now sketch. Now that we learned something, <laughs> let's do some sketches. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Amy's like, can we move on, please? That's how we, that's how we buy. That's how no, we I want everybody to get through their emotional yeah. traumas of childhood before we do anything funny. That's got to get off the table. We can't start with that. So thank you. Another another lesson of life is that you can't be funny unless you work through all your childhood issues. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We're Comedians all, we are all did that already, so yeah. we're allowed to do this. Uh, Okay. <laughs> so anxious. Oh my goodness. Our first sketch today is titled Venti, written by Amy D. Barista will be played by Andrew Schuster. And Sandra will be played by Keely Anastasia. Exterior Dunkin' Donuts drive through morning. Sandra, late 20s, wearing dark sunglasses, close up of her rolling down the window of her 1992 Chevy Beretta to order. Welcome to Dunkin'. What can I get for you today? Yeah, hi. Can I get a venti mocha? Extra whipped cream? I'm sorry, we don't have venti as a size. Would you like a medium? <laughs> well, no. I ordered a venti mocha. And I know what size a venti is, so that is what I want. How am I supposed to even know what a medium size is? A beat. Okay, well, I can get you a medium coca mocha signature Dunkin' Latte if you want. It's basically the same thing as what you ordered. God, forget it. Just get me a Frappuccino. Another beat. You know this isn't Starbucks, right? Hey, I know what I like, and I like what I like. Can you please just get me a Frappuccino? Caramel ribbon crunch if you have it. Okay, sure. I can get our frozen chocolate caramel beverage. It's 
Pretty much the same thing as the frap. I just want a goddamn Frappuccino, Megan, with the name brand on it. Okay, well, for starters, my name isn't Megan. And here at Dunkin', our version of the Frappuccino is a frozen chocolate. Look, we didn't have a lot of money when I was a kid. And now that I'm older and have really made a name for myself in the feline sports apparel industry, I can afford the name brand things. And I would like a Frappuccino. I'm very happy for your success, ma'am. And I would love to get you exactly what you want, but it just doesn't have the same name because this isn't Starbucks and we can't use their trademark products. I'd like to speak to the manager. Sadly, I am the manager. (laughs) (laughs) Well, manager Megan, if I'm going to be spending my hard-earned American dollar bucks on your morning beverages, how can I be guaranteed that I am getting the best products? Still, not Megan. And this is a franchise. The quality on everything is regulated and pretty consistent, so... Franchise schmanchise. You know what? (laughs) I feel like you're jealous of all of my success. Oh, I'm... I have a huge social media presence that revels in my rags-to-riches story. Do you even have a TikTok, Megan? Let's go with a no. (laughs) You know what? I've had enough of this oppression. I'm going to take my business elsewhere. Yeah, there's like a Starbucks five miles down the road. I'm just going to find a real coffee shop and get the top-notch breakfast drinks that I deserve. Sandra angrily rolls up her window, which is squeaky because her car is an old piece of shit. Zoom out to see that her car is really just the frame of a driver's door. The car backfires as it slowly pulls away from the drive-thru. So it always makes me laugh when people go to Starbucks and get real pissed off about the sizes. Like, what's a venti? What's a tall? Whatever. Like, who cares? You see in the order that they are, you can figure out, like, this one's the smallest, this one's the middlest, and this one's the biggest. But people get, like, real bent out of shape. I don't know what a venti is, whatever. So I just kind of reversed that and took it to Dunkin'. Um, And somebody getting mad about a medium, you know, and just kind of, I, I, you know, took the products that each one of those franchises has and (laughs) kind of rolled with that. And then I just pictured like a raw car driving away. Like it's just a car frame. Um, I don't know if that was, I wasn't, didn't want to be mean, but that was just really funny to me. And I hope that it came through that way. I mean, I, I'm going to have to say something else after this, but the first thing I want to say is I think that blow is brilliant because you don't move the whole sketch. Mm -hmm. Like your only stage directions are a beat. (laughs) Which is so good. And we're like in this interaction. And then when you pull out, that reveals like so funny. But the second thing I want to say is that I don't like this at all because I hate what they do at Starbucks with those sizes. I know. I know. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. I know. I get it. I get uh, no, it. I, I think it is funny. Uh, I love how you uh, set that blow up in the beginning too with the Chevy Beretta. That specific is like very funny. And it like does pay off. I like what I like is such a funny justification. Um, And then you go like further and you do that whole thing about like my family didn't have a lot of money. And then you get like the uh, we get the like Instagram presence thing or the TikTok presence. Um, I just want to hear I like what I like more more like (laughs) I feel like this person talking how they talk with this amazing voice of like franchise manchise which is so funny uh that that makes me just want to hear like i like what i like uh, and i like venti or i like tiktok or whatever i like name brand stuff uh yeah i just i just want to hear that more often it's very funny um and then i just want to say the voice is so funny like american bucks uh putting sadly before i am the manager uh yeah i i mean the casting was perfect also oh 100 Um, yes yeah but this is so tight like it's a little under three pages and it's like there's nothing wasted whatsoever uh i don't know when i read i know what i like and i like what i like i i lost it because that's like (laughs) That establishes the voice so well. I like the pace of everything. 
You know, it was it, this. This is a conversation you could see happening, right? No, no one. There was no like she's she's being cocky, but there's like no grandstanding. There's no big, like long monologue for anyone. It's it really is like a conversation that you could see happening. Um, and I love the 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 play on the the Dunkin' Donuts Starbucks thing, just because like one of the commercials that stands out in my head is back a little bit when Dunkin' Donuts used to have the commercial that would say it would be singing. It'd be like my my mouth can't say these names talking about the different sizes of all the things in Starbucks. Yeah, it was just it was, that, that was just fired. a line. That was just a yeah. line that always stuck with me. Right. But so but so that that's funny to me. But I really liked the pace of everything like this, just an actual like real this you could really see this happen, and then you would you would kind of do the same thing and be like, did did this really just happen? Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> did I just see this? Yeah, I felt like I was missing resting moves, but I guess maybe the justifications were the resting, or I don't know. Couldn't think of any way to rest. I mean, if you write a sketch uh, this tight, like the rest's kind of like uh, they can go so quick. Um, uh, to me, your resting moves were the moments when the barista <laughs> said stuff like, "I'm very happy for your success, ma'am." <laughs> Uh, (laughs) yeah yeah and which is funny in itself um because it's like a reaction you get that laugh but it's also like you know uh it's very it's it's very efficient in that uh in that sense um i i I wouldn't mind seeing a cat in a football helmet um (laughs) inside inside the car as she's rolling away okay okay i'm gonna write that down (laughs) But I can't tell if Wait. I love it or hate it. I think I love it. I'm gonna write that down. Yeah, I also want to see a cat, um, particularly <laughs> at that part where the feline sports apparel industry is mentioned. And I would love it to be like maybe like a hairless cat or something that's like only <laughs> only certain people have an affinity for. And I interpret it as like athleisure, and so I love like yeah. okay, <laughs> I would love like a uh, like a track suit jacket yes. that it looks like the Fila like logo but it says feline instead <laughs> that would really just a quick cut to mm-hmm. show the product mm-hmm. come right back oh even really taking out the phone and being like see yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to a speaker <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. no speaker. i can't see yeah. and maybe it's like one of those like slide phones that has like the keyboard and be like i like the keys <laughs> i can afford the name brand things and i would like a frappuccino our next sketch this evening is titled We're Not a Gym, written by Andrew Schuster. Chris Rondeau will be played by Harrison Merkt. Old Lady will be played by Amy D. And Fat Guy will be played by Keithy. Interior swanky gym day. Tina, average shape, leisurely walks on a treadmill. On either side of her, two gym bros sprint at top speed, grunting and aggressively sweating. <laughs> she grimaces at them in annoyance. Looking for a gym, but not necessarily a fitness fanatic. Tina perks up and nods to the camera in agreement. Yes! Cut to interior planet fitness day. The announcer is revealed to be Chris Rondeau, the CEO, who talks to the camera as he walks through the gym floor. Well, at Planet Fitness, we know that not everyone who goes to the gym wants to be a bodybuilder. He passes various gym goers on machines. A few half-ass their exercises, the rest have their faces buried in their phones. Which is why we have been proudly providing a laid-back alternative for the more casual gym user for almost 30 years. He stops by a guy openly sleeping on one of the machines. Or as we like to say, we're not a gym, we're Planet Fitness. Cut to an old lady struggles to use a simple leg machine or a leg press machine. But While we are the clear industry standard when it comes to stress-free exercise, we know there's still more we can do to create an accommodating fitness experience. Chris steps into frame, snaps his fingers, and suddenly the machine is magically replaced with a lazy boy recliner. Such as removing any and all equipment that may be considered too complex, or may require you to use your muscles too much. The old lady turns on the massage feature and reclines back 
and total bliss as her entire body shakes from the vibrations. <laughs> because this isn't a gym, it's Planet Fitness. Inside Interior Planet Fitness Day, a middle-aged guy downs a big slice of pizza. We have also added to our membership benefits, such as upgrading our popular Pizza Monday special by switching out pizza just once a month. Zoom out to reveal the guy is eating his pizza in a full-sized pizza hut built <laughs> inside the gym. For a full-size pizza hut inside <laughs> each Planet Fitness location. Nearby, a fat guy does bicep curls, but instead of dumbbells, he guides a breadstick into his mouth with each rep. Because we're not a gym. We're Planet Fitness. Interior Planet Fitness. Two super hot fitness models walk in dressed in super tight barely covering any skin workout attire. An employee immediately blocks their path. And last but not least, we have completely revamped our famous judgment-free zone. The employee points to a sign that reads, no visible skin is allowed. The models look around to see everyone is working out while wearing legitimate 17th century puritanical attire. By cracking down on those who might intimidate you with their beautiful, hard-earned bodies. A bodybuilder deadlifts as he grunts loudly. Suddenly, a loud alarm blares across the whole gym. And taking our trademark lunk alarm to a whole nother level. The bodybuilder looks around confused when an employee suddenly appears behind him and tases him in the <laughs> neck. The bodybuilder crumples to the ground as Chris steps in the frame. As Chris talks, the employee beats the bodybuilder senseless <laughs> with a tire iron. As gym goers cheer him on. So you'll never feel bad about the fact some people take their fitness seriously while you don't. Kristen kicks the bodybuilder once more for good measure. Exterior Planet Fitness. Chris is surrounded by everyone who has appeared thus far. So don't overthink it. If you're like many Americans that are too lazy to get in shape, but still want to say they have a gym membership, then the choice is simple because we're not a gym. <laughs> We're but seriously, we're not a gym. Like, really? Not even a little bit. Yeah. So I'm like a big fitness guy in general. I work out a lot and I've always hated Planet Fitness because it's like, like it, like as their tagline, their literal tagline is, is we're not a gym. It's not a real gym. And it's just so funny to me that they like pretend to be so. And a lot of those things in that sketch um, are real things that they do. Like they give pizza mm -hmm. every, or I think mm -hmm. Monday once a month, which like oh. what world should your gym be giving you greasy pizza? Um, <laughs> they also give out donuts. I hear once a week. Um, the, the lunk alarm is a real thing. Oh, like if you job. drop your weights or you grunt loudly, they'll blare alar an alarm and kick you out of the gym. You can't wear any clothes that like show off any muscles you may have, whether you're female or male or it's just they they really oh. are trying to like create an environment where it's like you can't seriously work out there. And it's just so funny to me that this actual company exists and their actual tagline is <laughs> we're not a gym. So honestly, yeah. I don't know how much comedy I did besides just writing real reality. It feels like <laughs> a documentary. Yeah. <laughs> One of my favorite bits of this is like, when they get into Puritan clothes. And I love the idea that like in a real Planet Fitness, you can't really show off your bodies. And I would love to see just more like, no, being sexy. <laughs> Don't come in here being sexy. Uh, I think it's like really clear. The Chris Rondeau character like really takes the audience like through everything really clearly. One thing I would say that I would like to see is, is like maybe just like descriptions of people from Chris Rondeau's perspective of like how they are like if chris rondeau like believes the stuff he's saying um he might not say something like beautiful hard-earned bodies he might be like uh overly shredded must you know like i think like i'd love to hear like chris rondeau's take on like how he feels about the people who work out bodies yeah and um, it could also be funny too maybe he's commenting on the gym goers right there it's like look at this soft weathered yeah you know, Gross old lady. She doesn't yeah. need to be looking at this. This is beautiful to me. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. This, this fat, clearly never had sex in his life, virgin. <laughs> he needs a place to work out too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And just like, yeah, I think I want to hear the perspective of somebody in the sketch who's like body positive and 
like cool with virginity, you know? And I think like Chris Rondeau is like, is yeah, I love that. Don't fuck. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking of a blow. Um, and I don't know what Chris Rondeau looks like, but if he's like physically fit in any way, which I assume he probably would be, um, then I was thinking the blow could be somebody asking him like, well, how did you get so in shape? And he's like, well, I went to, I went to a gym. Like I have a personal trainer. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't come I here. I work out at Equinox. <laughs> Something about that. That was the only thing I thought, but there's so many great little specifics. Um, I think my favorite was may require you to use your muscles too much. I liked that a lot. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it plays better if Chris is a like an asshole. Like he he is really judgmental and it's not just like Chris saying like a broader perspective. Like I think Chris kind of has to be an asshole if he's being this judgmental about people's bodies in general. Um because otherwise you'll have I think you'll get like a reaction of like, well, those I kind of want a gym like that, like where mm-hmm. where I can kind of be like i don't have to be hardcore so it might if but if that's like chris's perspective of like um rather than having it be like everyone's perspective if that makes sense yeah i think the 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 first iteration this was purely just to like like i said literally just point out the actual things that they do but i think now adding some some actual kind of perspective and kind of an a, a yeah, like a, a take on it versus just literally just saying, here, it's actually what it is. Um, yeah. Could add some more fun to it and add some flavor. Yeah. And we're not a gym is like such a funny justification, you know, like, and it really lets you do anything you want. <laughs> yeah. And again, it's their actual corporate tagline. Yeah. That's the best part. <laughs> like it's, I didn't have to come up with it. <laughs> you could even move it into like stuff that's, not in not not even gym related just be like like i said we're not a gym yeah yeah there's sewing classes on thursday (laughs) yeah Yeah, because you have so much you have so much extra room you know you still have a whole other page you could add one or two more like quick little beats at the end that are like sewing club on thursdays or like i don't know cosplay sketch writing full-size pizza hut inside each planet fitness location our final sketch today is titled Called In, written by Harrison Merck. Wally will be played by Tyler Chick. Mina will be played by Keely Anastasia. Toby will be played by Keithy. Lucy will be played by Amy D. And Wanda will be played by Kenny J. Interior, Pizzeria Day, Classic Strip Mall, Family Pizzeria, Fake Bricks, The Walls Were Decorated by Someone Who's Horny for Italy. Wally, They, Them, and Mina, She, Her stand waiting in line to order. I'm pretty sure it was the third. He was Stanley Yelnats the fifth. No good, dirty, rotten, pig-stealing, great-great-grandfather. Right. Yeah, you're right. Toby, he, him, walks in and stands next to the line. The folks in front of Wally and Mina are done ordering, and they start to move up to the register to order. Toby moves in front of them. Oh, sorry. Have you two ordered yet? Oh, um, no. Oh. Well, like, I called my order in, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, so your food should be done. Right. Right, so maybe we can just get our orders in quick so that we can, they can start making it, and then you can grab yours? Yeah, but it's done. I called it in. See, look, I have a text from a robot saying my food is ready, so I think I get to go now. I think when you get here... It's fine. <laughs> you got it. Mina checks herself and lightens. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Thanks. Yeah, I... I called in. Mina and Wally kind of chuckled to themselves. Right. And Zero, Hector Zeroni was Onion Sam's great-grandson. That's how that connected the present. Toby moves in front of them and walks to Lucy, she, her at the register. Hi. Hi, I think those other people were here before you. Lucy points to Wally and Mina, who switched their attention to the register. Uh, it's okay, he called in. Yeah, I called in, so... No, no, no. When you call in, we start making your order, but you still gotta wait in line to come to the register when you get here. Right. 
that makes sense. Um, but I got this text that my food is ready, so it's super easy to just grab it quick. Uh, it's for Toby. It's nine pizzas, the three pep, two cheese, four Hawaiian. I know who you are, Toby. There's only one called in order. <laughs> yeah, this is actually what I was saying, too. I think the line starts when you get here, whether you call in or not. The call in is just so you don't have to wait for the food to be made. Not so you don't have to wait in line for the register. Yeah, actually, I've been turned around on this. I don't think you should go <laughs> even with the call in. My pizzas are right there. I can see them. They're, th- these two, they aren't even busy. They're talking about Holes, the Shia LaBeouf movie. The book. <laughs> I have nine pizzas. There's 20 people at my house and my wife is mad. <laughs> They're all mad. I promised pizzas and forgot. Now, I have a lot of hungry pizza, pe- pizzas people at my house waiting for pizzas. And if I don't bring them back, I'm not going to sell any Yushikitsu knives, and my wife is going to leave with the kids. Just because they are talking about holes doesn't mean they aren't busy. They could be writing holes, too. Um, I'm pretty sure that if they were writing holes, too, that this person would know that Zero Hector Zeroni's great-grandmother was Madame Zeroni, who put a curse on Stanley Yelnats I, and Onion Sam is who Kissin' Kate Barlow loved when she was a school teacher before becoming an outlaw. You're right. Wally should know that in order to write holes too. But it's the principle of the line, not whether we're writing holes too. <laughs> I'm not a bad guy. <laughs> I just sunk all my savings into a lot of knives, and I got 20 people at my house who are, aren't going to be in the mood to buy them without pizza. And I gotta unload these babies or my wife is history. I called in. If you got to the back of the line the first time I said so, you'd have these hot pies already, dude. Toby looks around in disbelief. I call. Uh, okay. Okay. I'm sorry. Toby moves to the back of the line. Wally and Mina move up to order. Toby is nervous and impatient. Um, which is your favorite sub on the menu? Good question. Toby is annoyed and makes a hurry-up gesture and grunts. Wanda, she, her, bussin' hard. You flaccid little cook! First you tell me Yishikutsu knives are a sure thing and dump all of our savings into them. Then you tell me you called in for the pizzas and I find you here in line. You're a bad husband. No waiting for call-in! Wanda pulls a gun. Wanda! It's not my fault, honey. I, I called it in. It's they're writing holes too. Wanda holds the gun steady and stares at Toby. She shakes and feels the moment between them. She wants to pull the trigger. She grits her teeth, then doesn't pull the trigger. She drops her arm down, and tears start to roll down her face. She slackens. That's my favorite book. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about that sketch. I think if you called in, the line starts at where the line is when you get there. So I just started writing that sketch. I didn't know where it was going when I started it. Uh, And it it ended up being really informed by the fact that the base reality I started was Holes. Uh, Was them talking about Holes. Uh, which is a, a book I really like. I made a Holes board game when I was a child. Uh, it's really good. It's for fourth grade. Got an A. Uh, so, yeah, I really wanted to get some of that cool Holes information that I love out there. And uh, hopefully people learned something about Holes. Yeah, I feel like uh, this is the culmination of your sketch career. Like, this is why you started comedy in the first place. So you right. can finally get some of those details into the hands of the people. It's just because I want people to, like, remember how complex the plot of Holes is and how many different paths come together to sort of, like, create this, this like, one moment in Zero and Stanley's life. Uh, and without all those histories, uh, it wouldn't have happened the way it did. So... Yeah, uh, it really started as me being like, I think the line starts when you get there. And it ended me with me being like, you know what? I think it's time for me to tell everybody about holes. Perfect. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Um, I think there is a tension, though, when 
you are standing in line and you can tell somebody walks in and they are a call in. There is an awkward moment there. So I think you you hit something true on the head. Thank you. Because that definitely happens. I've se- I've been in both positions and I just wait in line. But because I'm a good, good person, I'm a good person. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a piece of shit. Yeah. Good so, people wait in line if they called in. Yes. But it is awkward. You feel like, oh, I'm going to have to wait behind like five people. But like, I don't have a choice. Unless I'm Toby. God, Toby. Yeah. <laughs> or Toby. The pizza place puts... Uh, call-in orders to the side and then you can just walk up and grab it and then you're good like sheets yeah yeah mm. or i don't want to blame the pizza places for this because <laughs> you're a good person because what if they didn't pay yet <laughs> mm-hmm. that's no true. way to know yeah just because you have robot texts doesn't mean that you have a way to pay online <laughs> right gotcha. i usually pay online because <laughs> you're not a piece of shit <laughs> i got a text from a robot is so good yeah that was that's, <laughs> yeah i get so many like, texts from robots yeah. and i'm just like god stop <laughs> i didn't need that i'll tell you when when i came up with this premise i was at costco and i was getting one of their uh smoothies that you can get because i want to oh. walk around with it while i was shopping yeah, and somebody just walked right in front of me and showed me their phone and said, "I called in," and then spent like two minutes getting their order. <laughs> you had a plan that to was, walk yeah. and enjoy yeah. a smoothie. That shit really lit me up. Oh <laughs> two my minutes gosh. you'll never get back. Seriously, yeah. that's awful. I'm sorry. I had you had time to look at Facebook. Oh, <laughs> horrible. Poor, poor lamb. You have this moment uh, where Wally corrects Toby and says, "It's the book." Not the movie. Yeah. And I, and then they keep referring to it as holes too, even though books aren't like books and holes aren't called (laughs) title two. And I, I almost want, I don't know, maybe Wanda could be like, they're writing the sequel to the movie holes. It's like, no, the book, that's not how those titles work. I don't know. Yeah. If you say holes too, I'm gonna assume the movie. It makes sense that you assumed yeah. the movie before. If you say more holes, I more think holes. that's probably the book. More <laughs> holes. Yeah. That's- yeah. It, like it'd probably be called more holes or like deeper holes or yeah. wider holes. Holes stuck, again. Stuck in a hole. Yeah. 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 Holes word bound. <laughs> Holes word bound. <laughs> or you could like it could be called Kiss and Kate or Maybe it's just called Mr. Sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One Harrison, any sketch about holes is perfect. So I have no notes. It's also like that's my like favorite book of all time. I've seen the movie 50 times. So I love this the moment. Jesus. You've seen it fi- so you know the rap? Purpley guys, come on, calm down. Uh, oh yeah, the rap at the end. Dig yeah. it up, oh, oh, dig it. And two, there actually is a holes two. <laughs> no, there's fucking not. <laughs> it's, it's not called two holes two or more holes. <laughs> I forget the name of it, but it's a, it's like about armpit. Oh. It's like about armpit after he gets out of Camp Green Lake. Please tell uh, me it's just called armpit. <laughs> it's he's the main character in the second one, and like Stanley and Zero are in huh. it, but armpit is the protagonist. Which I think could be funny because you could they could say we're gonna write holes two and then maybe Toby brings it up. He's like, there already is a holes two. Yeah. <laughs> holes two armpit. Yeah. <laughs> armpit a whole story Arm- already exists. <laughs> a whole, whole story. He smells like armpit. It's a yeah. tragic, <laughs> it's a tragic yeah. story. Oh no. Well, yeah. wait, do you recommend the book first Dang or the it. movie first? I mean, of course I'm gonna recommend the book first. You're not a but you know what? Shit. <laughs> the movie's pretty faithful to the book. Uh, as far as adaptations mm-hmm. go, it's a tight one. Yeah. Um, the guy who wrote the movie also wrote the book. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Oh, okay. Keely so, only watches Frozen and Frozen 2, so she hasn't seen this movie. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Big dig. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> what you don't know Whoa. is that this is behind 
all of my recording shit sketches. Wow. <laughs> if you're not a Patreon member now, you better hop on Patreon. You want to oh, see this wait Patreon. Back for it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's but wait, there's more. Oh, oh my god. Oh, oh the head that's bigger than Keely's. <laughs> okay, but what you don't know again is that I have a four and a half foot tall stuffed Olaf currently in storage. But um <laughs> When I resurrect him, oh, I will wow. bring him on the pot. So not only a whole. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's about the size. Yeah. yeah. I think you got to do the math <laughs> on that. I think yeah. that checks out. Olaf yeah. almost as big as Keith. <laughs> oh, what a fun comparison. I just wanted to let Tyler know that I also watch Colin Firth movies. Oh, right. This I did my Colin Firth right. pillow. Wow. Sketchies. There's a whole Colin Firth pillow. <laughs> I did know that because you wrote a poem about it. So I you did wrote write a, a sonnet <laughs> for and about Colin Firth for a Is college it around, writing can class. Can you recite it? <laughs> yes. Okay. I can. Here we go. Ahem. A king, in more than one sense of the word, a nobleman of courtly grace and poise, actor by trade and literature nerd, Hollywood never knew such class as yours. A tinker, a tailor, soldier, and spy, to pride and not prejudice would you perish. There's magic in moonlight, and you know why. A single man, distinguished, not garish. I think of you, temperate yet fiery, before I go to sleep, naturally. Where the truth lies is the diary, and what a girl wants is love, actually. Mamma Mia, you've given us so much mirth, but you're much more than an actor, Colin Firth. Oh my God, that Mamma Mia drop. <laughs> well, you can't see all the italicized um, mentions of his um, title movie titles. So what was wow. his response to that? Um, he actually has yet to respond. That's um, ridiculous. Wow. But that doesn't make sense. Come on. But I have a friend, I had a friend in college and she told me once that she was nannying this little girl who's like four or five years old and she loved Colin Firth for some reason. And she would read her my sonnet like every day. So she would really take a nap. Oh my gosh. But I just can't believe that wouldn't be on his radar. Like, you know what I mean? That, you know, there's nothing more... Complimentary for him. Colin Firth, I hope you heard this, how much a devoted fan has done for you and you Mm -hmm. didn't reach out. Mm. I don't know. Make amends. Come on the show. Yeah, it's okay. We'll (laughs) we'll accept you. When was the last time you saw a pillow of your several of you? Several? It's all the Collins. Uh, All of you. It's all of you. All of them. You too, Mark Ruffalo. You're not off the show yeah. list yet. Yeah. Mark we Ruffalo and Colin Firth, we're still waiting. <laughs> we're holding your feet to the fire. TikTok. All right, hey, what's that noise? <laughs> oh, I think it's the Woo-hoo. it's the riff train. All aboard. Hi. Mr. Conductor, you're alive. Oh my gosh, it's a miracle. <gasps> Rumors of my death were highly exaggerated. <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that we're just sorry glad to have for, you back so yeah, no problem sorry for the inconvenience i uh i was uh, i was indisposed i um i ventured outwards into the the wild the wild yonder wow. of the untamed west to see wow. your show wow yes did you it looks like you came up you came back with a ticket for the rift train. Oh, you're oh, it's sticking out of my pocket here. I was going <laughs> to give it a grand reveal, just, you know, be all cool and stuff. But, you know, uh, you know uh, I'll take, I'll, uh, that's on me. So I'll take the heat for that one. Uh, for that ruined bit. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, hey, uh, I'm a passenger on my own train. So here goes. Let's uh, give it a read. This is spectacles here. Uh, all right. Yeah. Um, I um, I was uh, I was having a chat with um, uh, Drew Drew Brooks Drew Brooks, friend of the podcast, and um, he'd uh, he talked he was talking about how his dad would get something called dad boners. Uh, 
just, just we, for we like, like what are you? This, <laughs> this isn't your story to tell you. <laughs> no, keep going. But I'm uh, I'm weary. So. Like, I, well, I'm yeah. I'm I'm gonna give him full credit for this one. Um, but uh, like, uh, yeah, like his dad would just get really excited about specific stuff, and in this case, it was Mexican food. Oh, so not like um, a real boner. Which is like what? Not yeah. like a real boner. You need his to dad clarify. get real boners. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know his dad, so no, maybe no. Okay, no. no. I'm gonna say no. <laughs> he, like, I, I feel like yeah, dad boner is just like hyperbole for okay. getting really okay. excited about something. Okay. Um, so like, like uh, what Twitter it, would call like horny for something. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Like horny um, for Italy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was, yep. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean that's that's really it, you know. Like, I guess the question is like, what else would you know if someone get dad boners about a dad? <laughs> I basically just want to see the sketch where a dad's like, "Oh, Mexican food! I got a real dad boner for that," and everyone in the family's just like, "What? Yeah. Dad, dad boner? Just stop!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's real cringy. I like it. It's not a real boner, kids. It's just me. I gotta. I'm, I'm excited about Mexican. <laughs> it's not a real boner. <laughs> <laughs> it's just I'm. I like Mexican food so much. Like I also like sex only with your mother. <laughs> and so it feels like I'm having an emotional boner about Mexican food. That's what I mean. That's a dad boner. <laughs> It's like sometimes when I take you kids to soccer practice, I get so proud, I get a dad bone. <laughs> it doesn't matter how you justify it, dad. You can't yeah. say that. <laughs> you know what? You're right. And seeing my own kids stand out to me gives me a real dad bone. <laughs> this isn't your story to tell, Keith. All right, who's next? Hello, uh, Mr. Conductor. It's me, Tyler. Ah, yeah, passenger Tyler. Welcome aboard. Welcome aboard. Let's see, you've got your ticket here. Let me get my whole puncher out. Where I haven't been doing that. I should do that. Uh, oh yeah, I wouldn't want to use the same riff on two trips. <clears throat> yeah, that's, that's a fair. that's a non-starter for me. That'll get you kicked off the train for real. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like def- definitely don't do for that. real. You're right. Yeah. I, I control time and space in this dimension. That's so I can do some pretty <laughs> fucked up stuff. If you if you bring another riff on here that you've riffed on before. Is that understood? Are we clear? About hey Mr. Conductor, I was just shoveling coal into the uh <laughs> yeah, the, yes, engineer the riff hole yeah. in the front. You? And I just want to say that maybe you and I should sit down sometime and talk about how the riff train works and just sort of nail it down. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna go back and shovel more coal into the riff hole. Okay, we'll do that, Engineer Harris. Thank thanks. Thanks for that. All right. No one knows maybe where the riff hole goes. <laughs> yeah, you know. Only Engineer Harrison can, knows what's going on down there. <laughs> I got nothing to do with that. Anyway, uh, lay lay the riff on me once there. <laughs> okay, I, I will. Uh, so I received uh, a phishing scam email, uh, <laughs> and I kind of just want to read it verbatim. Yes, please. Yes. Oh my God. Just keep in mind that there is a a file attached to this email, which I have not opened, obviously. <laughs> Don't do that. Which is titled TylerChick.txt. <laughs> oh and no. I, and I think this person thinks that I don't know what a file extension is. So it's clearly <laughs> a text file. I uh, okay, anyway. <laughs> so <laughs> this is from Troy Hayes. <laughs> ah. Honestly, I'm afraid to imagine what perverse thoughts are in your mind. And we won't be able to talk it over. I laugh at you and just can't keep a straight face as though I am going to burst. The velocity of your hand is so amazing. I bet you are the only one with this kind of powers. 
What mindset should a person possess to love pleasuring yourself so badly? What's gotten into you and where does it all come from? So many questions are left without answers. I am sure even Flash could envy your velocity. I strongly recommend you not to defy me or I'll be forced to share your delicate secrets with the contacts from your email. And I still didn't make up my mind where to publish you for public viewing. I invite you to reconsider your world outlook and your attitude toward your security. I very much doubt about your reasonableness. Only a silly guy does not tape the camera of his device while doing things like that. <laughs> the end. Oh, <laughs> my God. So when I first started reading it, I was like, what? First of all, what is happening? <laughs> is this, right. Is this because it's just from like a, a name, just someone's name. <laughs> That's Weird. all the email is. From a high school basketball player's name. <laughs> <laughs> Starting center, Troy Hayes. <laughs> and it, so it didn't, it, and it doesn't <laughs> reveal itself that it's blackmail until later. Right. <laughs> At first it just praises <laughs> the velocity of my hand. Uh, there's just so much going on here. And I just, I think the sketch is figuring out the per like who who this person is that would write that honey do you work out that that problem you're having at work <laughs> yeah i wrote an email i think thanks for asking i'm <laughs> i think i wrote an email i think i make myself pretty clear do you mind reading it <laughs> and now that you finished your spaghetti <laughs> Yeah, sure, honey. I'll I'll read it. You know, like just like the real people doing this, and then being like, "Yeah, I think you made yourself pretty clear, huh?" <laughs> it should be even more ambiguous, like why they're even writing it, maybe. Yeah, and then yeah. and then have the spouse just be like, "Yeah, I think that's pretty clear." Yeah. My favorite is that it started with honestly, and I just <laughs> I just want to see a series of like. <laughs> just like I just want this to be the only character in the whole sketch and the whole thing is written in like different soliloquies I'm like reading as he's like writing these things out it gives me very like Snape's diary from Potter Puppet Pals when he's like sitting by candlelight and he's like I asked her to dance she asked me to die like that type of thing like I want him to be like itching by candlelight and then like yeah something like that but I just want like a bunch of just like soliloquies of him just calling out all the people in his life in this like weird like fishing sounding language and each one has to start with honestly of course yeah, yeah. I, I love the idea of like writing fishing emails by candlelight uh and like with a quill yeah <laughs> my dear Gertrude. Yeah, the idea of doing this like in old timey like Civil War clothes at a desk and just seeing someone like furiously writing at their desk and then just like a narration in the words coming up on the screen. Well, I think you could do that too. You show all this fervor and then you have, I think the length of time it took to read that email, you could see them like mulling it over, but you have all this lead up to this like serious, you know, diatribe is being written. And then they're just, oh, you know, whatever. I think that's a really fantastic juxtaposition. <laughs> Seeing someone in like old time clothes, like writing and then they stop. The flash would be envious. <laughs> <laughs> I invite you to reconsider your world outlook is so <laughs> broad. Yeah. It's like comes out of nowhere after what this actually is about. Like my world outlook. That I, I love the idea of like this person is on their deathbed at the end of their life and it's like grandfather do you have any regrets and it's like no i always anytime i had a problem with someone i wrote them a letter and said exactly what i meant and i, can, I can't actually i've written that. you one now <laughs> grandson honestly, honestly. <laughs> i think that's a good riff All right, well, we're going to take the Rift train to assignment station real quick. Here goes. <laughs> <Please>. <laughs>
the conductor isn't ever sure that the train is going to go somewhere, but he's like, we're going to try. We're going to see if we can get there. I control everything that happens inside. Everything that happens outside is... The tracks uh, are someone else. <laughs> that's up to God. <laughs> All right. Well, wow. welcome to Assignment Station. The assignment for this week is uh, write a situation from a painting. Uh, do you have a painting you really like? Uh, write a sketch based on what's happening in a painting. Maybe it's a bunch of people in a park with umbrellas. Oh, parasol. Surat. Yes, my favorite yeah. painting. <laughs> maybe it's someone who's on a boat, on a little boat in the middle of a lake, and it's raining. Uh, <laughs> Maybe it's that Edward Hopper of the diner people. Mm, yeah. Thinking about? Where there's They're no door in or out. <laughs> Maybe it's a bunch of dogs playing, playing poker. poker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Write a sketch about Maybe dogs it's playing just poker. a bunch of fruit trying to get along in a bowl. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Maybe so it's the prodigal son. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Time for writer's plugs. Uh, Amy, anything you want to plug? Um. Kebabs are a great way to eat meat and vegetables together. I recommend those. (laughs) All right. Wow. (laughs) And check out Amy's level one class. (laughs) (laughs) Where I teach you how to properly assemble a kebab. (laughs) (laughs) Level one kebab making. Uh, Excuse me. Uh, teacher, mm-hmm. do yes, I put the chicken before the green pepper? Are oh, you fucking dense? Of course you don't. <laughs> you start with tomato. Uh, I do. This uh, is Amy's uh, teaching style. Yeah, <laughs> it's harsh. It's pretty rough, guys. Okay. I love you only on the inside, but on the outside, it's all pain. <laughs> uh, yes, ma'am. Yep, I'm see. writing down that premise. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy. All right, I'm going to plug the Sketchy Sketch Sketch classes. Amy's got one going up. I got a level three going up. Check it out. Check for workshops. Uh, Go to SketchySketchSketch.com. There's classes going up. Check them out. Yeah. Uh, And also, watch holes. Uh, Keith, anything you want to plug? I want to plug the Adventurers Academy uh, in York, Pennsylvania. They're a really cool gaming store. They got all your... D&D, Warhammer, 40K, and um, uh, other tabletop needs. Uh, Magic the Gathering, they have tournaments. Um, they, they're signing up uh, for campaigns as we speak. Theadventurersacademy.com. Um, also, I'm doing a workshop there. <laughs> uh, oh, there's the real plug. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler, anything you want to plug? I like to plug socialism. All right, everybody, that is all for us. Thank you for, to all the participants and to the Jeff Powers for the music you've heard. And also a big thanks to you, listeners. If you'd like to support the show or check out more that we have to offer, head on over to SketchySketchSketch.com. And while you're there, check out our Patreon. It's got all the extra content you would want from us. You can see our Zoom calls. You can give us money to keep going. Money. And also, maybe you're like, hey, wait, I'm funny, too. I want to put a sketch on this podcast. Do it. Email your sketch to sketchysketchpod at gmail.com. We'll get that sketch on the show. And feel free to reach out to us if one of the sketches you've heard really impacted you or you heard a joke idea that you would love to share with the writer. Feel free to hit us up on our website where there's a place to do all of those things. As always, if you like what you heard today, please tell your friends. Check us out on socials. Subscribe. Give us five stars. Oh, that's us. I can't believe it's already here. It's the end. That's it. The end of that's the book. It. That's oh, already... it's a oh. monster. Watch out. It's, we're here at the end and there's monsters. That's what's at the end. So sorry. Spoiler alert. That's what you have to look forward to. Okay. Monsters. Well, guess what? We love you. Have a great we day. Love you. Goodbye. Good luck with the monsters. Bye. Watch out. Thank you very much. <laughs>